Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle. This is New Carolina Podcast. And as always, I have with me my right-hand man, Mr. Andrew. What's up, guys? Let's get it today. All right. So today we've got a pretty good show lined up for you guys. And this is something that we are both passionate about. And this is the home office. So, so powerful. So important. Um, we all work. Like, not, I'm not going to say we all work from home, but... Uh, most of us are working from home nowadays, especially if you're a small business owner or an entrepreneur. And even those uh, aspiring high performers out there, you know, you, you can convince your boss sometimes to work from home, and it's very powerful, and this is why. So there's many different things that go into the home office, and I think it's kind of, uh, you know, like nobody really looks at all the different components that actually go into having not only a good home office, but a successful workflow. And it all stems out through a bunch of different things. And uh, probably one of my favorite is, uh, it's, it's, it's lighting. Like there's plenty of different lights, there's plenty of different moods, there's plenty of different colors. Like, so if you want to read something, or you're just reading just plain text, you're doing whatever you're doing, you might want an amber light. But if you got a lot of stuff going on, you might want a bright white light. There's totally different like energy paths, there's totally different waves, or totally different everything, just based on light. And I think that a lot of people are underutilizing all the different depths, fields, and all the different colors that you can get from just a light bulb. So this is the powerful thing about lighting. Um, not, you know, I never took this into too much consideration until uh, my partner Kyle here moved down to Winston-Salem and we started working on some companies together. And he brought to my attention that lighting plays a huge role. And I'll give you a quick example. So um, let me give you just a scenario here. Uh, I wake up in the morning. I, I, I go through my whole thing. I get ready for work. I have to write a blog post, okay? So when I'm writing a blog post, I like to have a nice warm lighting. I actually have a nice red glow behind my monitors. And then on the right side of me, I have a nice warm orangey amber style light that's shining and I notice that it relaxes me and it lets my creativity flow from my fingertips and I never would have known this until Kyle brought this to my attention that lighting plays a huge role in our productivity at our home office and even in a, a, any type of office um, I mean it could even be as yeah. far as entertainment but really I mean it like go as far as entertainment like so I mean, getting back on the, uh, you know, the workflow station, though, like, there's days where you might want to be, you know, looking forward to something new, so you need energy, you need bright white lighting, you need this, you need that, and then after you actually experience it and, like, realize all the creative flow that's going to happen with it, you can't go back. I really can't. I mean... Um, that blog setting that I just spoke about, you know, the warm, you know, the reddish lighting behind my monitors and the warm amber to the right of me, um, I can't imagine doing something 
that takes that amount of brain power as far as like you know that 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 amount of brain power when i talk about like writing and stuff like i can't imagine a different lighting a lighting setting um and when kyle mentioned bright lights uh when i'm coding or i'm doing a website design I like, I believe it or not, I like to have a nice bright either blue or white light, and I feel like it energizes me, and it's just the lighting really affects how I react to certain tasks. And Kyle, I, I need to ask you, like, um, I know you have all like tons of different light settings for your office. Which one do you really find that like you know really productive? I'm really curious because I mean I, I yeah I use I have I have a blog one I have the coding one and um, I have different ones for every different you know, different types of tasks so I do. So it's so funny that you ask this because I have a it's mm, what's the word I want to look for here? It's kind of almost intense, like uh, so if nobody is familiar with the you know, smart lighting or anything that you can do that would change the, the color. Like, you can go out to the store and just buy, like, light bulbs or amber that are white light. But, you know, like, I, I have these uh, I have these smart bulbs that essentially can change whatever color, whatever temperature, whatever brightness. Like, I can truly play with uh, my surroundings based on, you know, feel. And... If you haven't experienced it for yourself, I would definitely recommend going out and getting a pair. Uh, I think I've I think I'm up to twenty five right now. So imagine every light bulb in your house just completely controllable. And I would say that my particular favorite setting is more of an intense one. So like in my surrounding office, I probably have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight eight lights you know it's just standard apartment um and some of them i put at like six percent twelve percent they're just the surrounding lights that are just like kind of standard white lights just enough to like kind of captivate you but at the same rate i have you know probably two or three blue bulbs that are maybe at like 20 percent and then the other ones are more amber. So I have a little bit of color on one on the right side. I have a little bit of like red over here on the left side behind me. And then my lights right on my desk, I have them at like a, a cool amber. So kind of yellow, but like not like red, you know, like not too hot. And they're probably at about maybe 50%. So nothing's too like nothing's too crazy but like it's all like kind of smooth and it all transitions well and it just relaxes me it just makes me comfortable it makes me feel like I can just get anything done and during that period of time it's generally later in the day because you know having a dim light during the day really doesn't make sense but if I got to grind something out like 10 o'clock at night uh, it's three it's well I have a I have a light button here i push it three times and the lights just go straight to it so um that's what i love about the lighting you can just do whatever you want how many presses do you want boop 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 and Par the, party mode boop, the, boop. <laughs> work mode the best part is really figuring out what works for you that's the funnest part 
and the best part. And once you figure out what works when it comes to lighting at like during like in your workspace, you really start to appreciate it. I mean, I have all these presets for each different task, and some people might look at it like it's redundant or it's you know uh, whatever that doesn't make that, but it makes a huge difference. And um, you know, just experiment with it. It's something else. And um, you know, this is the this podcast is all about the workspace and why, you know, why it's important and how you can basically perfect it and customize it to you. And the next thing that we both feel is huge is the space and the desk. So, I mean, honestly, Kyle has a lot more space than me, and I'm pretty jealous about it. I didn't have a lot of space to start with. He has a lot of space now, and it's nice to have some good space. And, you know, uh, my girlfriend, Allison, she's a she's working to be an interior designer, and she helps design some of the websites and stuff we do. She has a lot of space over at her desk, too. Like, she has, like, her, her, her nice little her laptop connected to the monitor, and then over to the right, she has a drafting area where she can write up some floor plans. I'm sitting over here with a... A little, a little desk, and I'm trying to figure out the most space. You need space. You need to write stuff down. You need to do stuff. Space is key. And um, I mean, I'm sure Kyle can probably, you know, comment on some of the space. It's just like it's very important to have a lot of space. So, starting out, like nobody has the vision for their dream office right to begin with, and I mean. Ever since I was, I mean, in my uh, my early adult years, probably, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself an adult at 17. I didn't figure anything out. I still don't know everything, but I didn't figure anything out, shit, till at least 24. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know anything that, I don't know anything now. But realistically, like, I always had visions of owning all the latest and greatest tech to make me perform or do what I wanted to do better. And essentially, I just surrounded myself by it, learned enough of I, er, not enough, but I guess as much as I could, I'm still learning every day about what's next and how it all congregates together. Like, all the stuff that we're talking about right now is literally gonna wrap back into itself. And it all starts with your mood. If you want your mood to be good, you're going to do the lights. And if you want to be comfortable standing at your desk, you should just be able to push a button and your desk comes to your desired height. Like right now, my desk is about 70% to my comfort zone because this is where I like to shoot my audio. So... Space is huge, and what Kyle just said, like standing, uh, like I, again, another thing I'm I'm super jealous about Kyle's home office is that he can just hit a button and stand up, and it's very like that that thing. I I always I was I'll I'll be honest, okay, like when everyone was talking about the standing desks, I was like, all right. It's cool, like, why can't I just every, you know, hour or so just stand up, stretch, whatever. But when you're actually grinding away and trying to accomplish something and you're working for a purpose and you're really passionate about what you do, it's very important to be able to just hit a button 
stand up, you can stretch, your health's, you know, in mind and taken care of, and you can continue to work without having to take a break, stretch. And it's it's just so Honestly, crucial. I hate sitting all the time. Like I hate it. Like Kyle, do you do you know that the average office worker is estimated to sit around ten hours each day, and seventy three percent of people are only leaving their desk just for bathroom and tea and coffee breaks. Like if isn't I that crazy? Stand, if I couldn't stand up, I think I'd freak out. Like, like everybody's like, "Oh, I just want to sit down." Why do you want to sit down? Like you want your blood flowing, you want everything going. Like everything feels great. Like I love standing up, and I understand conditions potentially, but. Just stand up. It's a lot better for you. And also take it to the next level. Like, um, for instance, when I'm writing a blog, I'm sitting. When I'm doing something where I need to be super creative. And mindful. And mindful. I'm sitting. But when I'm doing something like coding or something that's like very systematic and I, 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 I turn on some EDM, I get in the zone, I stand, and I get it done. Um, I'm and, sorry. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come back this real quick. Oh. I uh, I was I meant standing for the creative Cra- stuff. Really, I really enjoy standing when I'm being creative. Really, yeah. Uh, Everyone's different. Everyone is different, and it like so. This I think would be my creative layout. And it's right here. Yes. Right. At so, this the, so you can't height, see it. So my the desk recording isn't height completely high. It's not all the way up to my. It's about up to our belly height. Yeah. So, I think this would be my creative side, and the full top height would be when I'm like doing research or like learning, and then when I'm sitting, it's just kind of like if I'm like going into like some like deep edits or like really just I want to sit down. Yeah, like, I'm not doing anything crazy. I just want to sit down. Yeah, for me, it's I'm sitting when I'm writing, when I really need to think deep, and when I'm standing, it's stuff that's very systematic. Where, um, like like Kyle said about editing, uh, coding for me, it's like anything that's like I like it. There's no really creativity that's involved. So for me, I need to stand when I'm doing the stuff that I. We don't feel like doing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this, this is next going to reach back into kind of what we were just talking about. It's the chair. We're kind of going to glaze over this. Oh one. yeah, we were talking about sitting. So I mean, the chair it, when you are sitting is very important to have a good chair. That is true, uh, but you can still sit on your kitchen chair if that's what you have, because you know there's points where you got to stand up, we got to sit down, and. We've all sat on our mom's kitchen, you know, chair and worked, or just yeah. had fun and played games. Like, but the chair is very important. Um, for those of you who can't afford a standing desk right away or uh, aren't ready for a standing desk, I have a chair that's. Um, I mean, you can call it ergonomic. Basically, ergonomics anything that's going to be keeping your health in mind, whether that's. Uh, you know, something that can help your back stretch out, keep good posture, or even if you're if you are standing and you're doing a standing desk, you have something to massage your feet on. Anything that's keeping health in mind. But my chair, um, it does have some nice back supports, and it's designed for that type of stuff. And definitely, keeping a good chair is definitely uh, something that you want to keep in mind when you're designing a home office for success. 
And now, this is probably one of my favorite things of all time. And that's the whiteboard. I love the whiteboard. Like, this is probably one of my favorite things that I was ever talked into purchasing. And I really think that it, you know, exponentiated my creativity. Like, not only do I think of, like, the craziest, wildest, I wouldn't say, well, inventions, yes, but, like, just ways to make everything better. If I told you that I moved my apartment around, probably this is going to be the 12th time on Wednesday, would you believe me? Like, could you imagine taking your living space, not really adding anything to it, but rearranging it 11 or 12 times because you think it's going to make you better production? The whiteboard has been one of the staples in my place that it's kind of hard to move around, but it's the biggest deal. Like, I get all my ideas out on it, and everything is placed in order, and then we have a place that we can talk about what we think is better and or worse for the direction we're trying to go. Yeah, I mean, we just use the whiteboard for... Uh like, you know, we just, we, we had a sales call coming up for for a web design that we weren't used to getting. It was a little out of our price range, but we had to, we had to brainstorm something out. And we got up on the whiteboard, we brainstormed it out, we came up with an idea, and guess what? We landed the sale. And I feel like the white, like having the whiteboard in that home office really lets you get your, your thoughts out on board <laughs> that's kind of funny to think about but <laughs> on board and we we just figure stuff out and same same type of scenario i had to go onto that sales call earlier today and guess what 30 minutes before the call i was on my whiteboard at my home office brainstorming out how i wanted the call to go and just like you know we everyone gets anxieties when they get you know, really excited about something that they're ner- kind of nervous about. And if it's a, for, for me, it was a pretty big sale. It was one of our biggest sales. And I wanted to write it all out. And the whiteboard was right there for me at my office. So that's why the whiteboard is on this list. And it's so important. Um, but just as important as the whiteboard is the cork board. And I use this what thing. A good one. I use this thing every day. And like, I'll just be grinding away at stuff and then a great idea will pop up i'll rip off a sticky note or i'll rip off a a notepad note write it down and cork it right in front of my face where i can see it at all times you know it's so funny i've seen cork boards growing up you know it was here and there blah 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 and i never really truly appreciated it and then andrew brought across the point he's like this is like everything that you need. These are quick notes. Like your whiteboard, cool. Yeah, you're going to erase that. But if you need to like mark something down to look at it frequently, like these are your quick notes. And then these are your daily tasks. Like these are the things that you have to get done now versus you mapping something out. Like your corkboard is essentially a calendar that's not as organized unless you have a strategic system with uh, button colors like we do. Um, 
But like for those fast notes as right, uh, you want right in front of your face. Like I like to use it like um, I have some cork that's right above my my computer, and I have a cork board to the left of me. Now the cork board that's right above my computer, that's the fast notes. Uh, for the current projects I'm working on, it might have image sizes on it. It might have logins for clients' accounts that I need to get into. Just quick, quick notes that I need to look at. Now, the cork board to my left is more of a vision board. So I use it as like, you know, client, um, business cards of potential clients that I want to reach out to in the future. I have pictures of Kyle and I doing great things that I just get excited about. And then I, I, I put pictures of things that I want. And th that cork board to the left, I don't look at it as much, but that's why that's, you know, that's the things that I want, the things that I'm aspiring for, and then the things that I need to get done are right in front of me, right above my computer. And that kind of goes and ties into... Uh, it it kind of does. I mean, the, the next one's the computer. It's very important, and... I mean, if you don't have a good computer to, to do the things that you need to get done, it's not going to happen. So the next thing on this list is you have to have a good computer to get, to get this stuff done. I like, would say that if you're compiling and doing a bunch of like, I would say probably video because you can make anything happen at any rate. That's true. If you want it to get done, it's going to get done. And you like having a nice computer or having ex access to you know something that's going to be faster than what you have is always nice but uh you can make it do but in all reality how many monitors are connected to that <laughs> said computer hmm. now i will always 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 talk somebody into buying one more monitor than they think they need more monitors please that's what i gotta say about yeah that. seriously so you know so how kyle how do you use the monitors i want to let you know how i got into it so let's go back all the way to the very beginning probably uh 18 18 i get i get this i get my dream computer my mom spoiled me and i was very fortunate for that but Basically, what I did was I put an HDMI cable into my computer, and then I plugged it into my TV, and I had a 42-inch TV as my secondary monitor, so I could throw all my videos up there, I could throw everything up there, and then whatever I was working on on the bottom, that was, that was all I had to do. Like I just had to work at the bottom, and then I had to view everything that I wanted to look at on the big screen. And from there, my, my passion for multiple monitors actually has grown exponentially. I, it may not seem a lot right now, and you know, just based on that particular story and what you're expecting from the timeline, but I have three monitors right now. And my three monitors are set up in a way that is extremely helpful for me. So I've got a big monitor as my main display. I got a 24-inch tilted on its side. And, and all this is in the show notes, so if you check out the show notes, you'll actually there's a picture under the monitor section. You'll get to see uh, the setup that Kyle has. And essentially, like I do all my creative stuff on the right side. I do all my organization stuff on the middle. And then anything I need to search on the internet or anything else that I need to do 
is over on the left side so that I can reference, I can work, and I can stay organized. It's nice. It's really nice working here. Um, and when I'm at Kyle's house, like, for all you coders out there, it's so nice. Like, if you're a coder slash, like, designer like I am, you can have that center upright monitor that you see in the picture in our show notes to where all your files are. And you can have all your code and your coding pro, uh, your coding software over to the left and then over to the right on the iMac uh, monitor. You can have all your design stuff. So Photoshop, what have you that you're putting into your design. And you have this, it's the full circle. Now, at more of a normal home office like myself, like, like what I have back at my place is I have my, my MacBook Air where I basically all my design stuff, anything that I need to really get a good eye on, I look at it through there. And then I have a monitor that's, um, as far as the, the visuals are concerned, it's, it's, it's decent, but it's not decent enough to where I would trust how it looks for like a logo design or something of that nature. But that's where I use, I do all my code, my research and my file distribution up there. So I'll cut my I'll cut my um, coding software in half over to the half side of the monitor, and then on the right side of the coding software is my files, which is essentially Kyle's middle uh, screen, which all the files are. So I can drag the files over to my creative screen or what have you. So um, the more space, like, like we we talked about this earlier, space is very important with the home office. And big that, desk, and big monitors. The the same thing goes for your monitors. You really do need some space, and if you can't afford or you can't uh, get to that that you know that I w- what would you call it a nirvana of having the space that you desire, and you're never gonna reach that by the way because uh, even with Kyle with his three monitors, me with my I'm already playing yeah on he, six. he already wants he wants six already so you're never gonna hit that nirvana, but for those of you who can't afford to get a another monitor for some extra space you can still make it work with shortcuts with your machine and stuff so uh, that's something else we're going to be talking about in the future like how to really get around your machine keyboard uh, shortcuts oh, are the biggest thing huge that you could ever learn and i don't think anybody really understands like there's a couple of people that know you know uh you know copy and paste with your keyboard shortcuts but when it comes to fully toggling your machine and being I mean, sometimes when I'm on the go, I have my laptop, and I have I have seven desktops set up on my laptop. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, just hit us up in the comments. We'll we'll help you get get multiple desktops set up on your laptop. But um, if I'm not at my home office where I have that extra space with that extra monitor, I can just simply hit my hot corner down the left corner. Boom all my desktops pop up and then I have my design desktop. I have my code desktop so I can still work from my laptop and still be productive, more productive than I would have. Efficient. Yeah, there you go. Efficient. Um, so there are ways around it. So another thing that's, that's really important to setting up that home office for success. And it's basically a standard nowadays, but, um, Still very important is a wireless mouse and keyboard. Uh, I so mean, I don't think we have to be too long on, on it. Yeah, like everybody's gonna be like, oh, that's yeah. that's obvious and basic. 
but I am going to throw that the mouse and the keyboard being wireless is cool, but you should also have a trackpad to have full capability mm -hmm. of what you're allowed to do with your machine. Um, I know I'm running on Mac, but I know there's like wireless keyboards you can buy for you know, PC and stuff. And uh, if you really want to maximize all you can do, like there's times where I grab one, I grab the mouse more than anything, but there's definitely, definitely, definitely used for that wireless trackpad. And that's awesome too. But what I'm really er, fortunate, <laughs> I'm really passionate about uh, all the extra ports I get. So you can go, you know, whatever consumer you purchase from, but there's, you can just get these extra USB ports. And to be honest, I'm going to count them right now because I don't even know. Um, so in the back of my computer, one, two, three, four. So I have four used in the back of my computer and one, two, three, four, five, six in the front. And then you have an extra SD card slot. And then I also have extra SD and micro. and So extra, extra slots, extra USBs, very important along with the wireless mouse and keyboard. Um, Kyle has a great setup here. Uh, he's got a ton of extra ports. And I, at back at, at my home office, I have a plug-in that gives me four extra USBs and an extra micro SD slot. Uh, and it's very, very beneficial, especially if you're in the type of space we're in where we need to have multiple devices plugged in. We need to upload our, our photos, our videos. And um, just having those extra slots available really helps because it, it can slow you down. It can yeah. slow you down. Productivity you don't have has it. an extreme boost once you, like, have extra room. And, I mean, this is all tying back together between you need a bigger desk, you need bigger monitors, you need more monitors, you need more USB ports, you need an extra slot for your SD cards. If you can get more done more effectively then everything comes back together and it makes it easier for you in the end result and i mean this is just wrapping it all up back home but now that you got your full circle you need to hear it pretty well yeah and speakers are i mean you know this is the last thing on our list but really i think this is one of the most important things it's very good, and I'm glad For we told me, the story it's... of the circle, but wrapping it back home, if you do not have good audio, then nothing you're doing even matters. For real. And we're, we're going to really dive in deep on this topic and how music can affect your productivity and your efficiency when that you're is, working. That is true as well. Um, but, uh, I mean... It might just be because I'm a musician, and it might just be because Kyle's been around that for you know for the longest time. That that like you know musicians and really caring about the quality of music, but having good quality speakers that work with the system that you're working on plays a huge role in your productivity. I mean, um, listening to your music through your laptop speakers or just basic headphones can really kind of put a damper on your workflow. In short, good speakers create good quality sound. And to get the most out of what you're trying to do and or even just be entertained by, good speakers 
can make a bad image a million times better. It really can. And, um, you know, if you don't have the best speakers, you know, really pay attention to our podcast because we're going to we're going to dive into some music. And uh, that's going to be something that for for the New Carolina blog, I really want to write about is how, you know, I know Kyle uses music a certain way. And I use music a certain way, so we're really going to be diving in on that. And having those good speakers can really amplify the effects you get off of music and your workflow. But uh, we hope that most of you out there are really utilizing music to its full potential. But after this list, you know, we got, uh, just to kind of recap with you guys, for uh, Home Office to have success... On our standpoint, we got lighting. Space and desk. It's very important. You know, make sure to stand up, everyone. Uh, get a good chair. Kyle's favorite. A whiteboard. A whiteboard. Corkboard. Um, we didn't really talk about motivation too much, but that's okay. Uh, make sure to set up some motivation in your office and um, really get that going. But what we're really trying to get across here is that the home offices are always going to be in development. Understand that. And I think out of everyone, Kyle can really amplify on this topic because he's moved this home office that we're recording in right now. I can't even count how many times he moved it. It'll be 12. 12? Wait, I think I said 11 earlier. I think more than 12. No, it's definitely it's definitely been eleven. If not, this one is eleven. They're they're always in development, and um, you're always gonna if you're growing fast enough, you're always going to have something that you want to improve on. So that's what we want to get across, and uh, just say thanks for listening. You know, this is a one of our earliest podcasts, and we're glad that you're listening to this and. Yeah, just work on those home offices. Let us know if you have any questions. And uh, don't forget to subscri- uh, subscribe to New Carolina. For sure. We have, um, I mean, if you subscribe to our blog, you're going to get updates to our blog, our podcast, anything you can think of. Um, and our links are all going to be in the description, everything we talked about here. So thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you later. Peace. Peace.